Hey world, it's your host Marshall. Thanks for tuning into my podcast, Run On Thoughts. Here, we talk about everything and nothing because we are not afraid to be all of ourselves even as we evolve. And that's my thought for my fellow thought thinkers as we unpack our traumas, past hurts, and other BS. Y'all ready? Let's go. Let's go. "'Twas the night before Christmas, when all through the house, not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. Hey, thought thinkers, can you guys believe that it is the day before Christmas? I am so friggin' excited. If you have been on this run-on thoughts journey with me from the beginning, then you already know that Christmas is by far my favorite holiday. And on today's episode, we are in season seven, episode 15. The Today's title is Wrapped in Joy. But before we get started, I always want to start and stand in a place of gratitude to all of you have who have been listening from the very beginning. And I want to welcome anyone listening for the first time. You are welcome to unpack your shit. That's all we do here. We are not judging, but we are holding each other accountable for the work that we must do for ourselves, the hard work, so that we can get to the good work because there is good. There is a life. So remember, you can subscribe at runonthoughts.com. You can email me at think at runonthoughts.com or runonthoughtsmedia at gmail.com. And you can listen from any of your favorite podcast forums, including SoundCloud. And you can always go back to runonthoughts.com to listen. So with that, let's talk about Wrapped in Joy. I am hugging myself right now because I'm happy. And because I believe that it is important to do all the things for yourself that you want for others to do for you. And sometimes we hold people accountable to a standard that they can't achieve because if we haven't done the work, what makes you think that we attract people who have done the work? So let's get to work. And because it's the night before Christmas, I don't want to unpack heavy with you guys. I want to unpack light because sometimes it's not all about deep wounds, but I want to share with you guys why I am wrapped in joy and why this is something that I want for you guys and let you know that it is attainable. So I'm not going to drag it out. I'm not going to have a long a long podcast today. I'm just going to try to share my story and help you guys and hope it inspires you to wrap yourself in joy. Because while we are unpacking, we should be feeling lighter. And as we are feeling lighter, we should be able to experience other feelings, including joy. Because that is the reason we are unpacking. We are unpacking so that we can be our whole selves. 
And when you are whole, you should be experiencing all different types of emotions. So if you are not, you are stuck somewhere. So here we go, wrapped in joy. My joy is a choice. It is not out yonder. It is not in the future. It does not exist in someone else's experience or in someone else's journey. Joy is one of those things that you have to choose for yourself and you have to make a decision. Some of us may need to change our perspective, but ultimately joy is something that we choose. If you are sitting back waiting for joy to find you, I can almost guarantee you that it's not coming. Even if something good happens, if you haven't trained your mind to see it as joy, then you can't have feelings of joy. You'll have feelings of happiness, but joy for me is a full experience. And the reason why I am able to have joy is because I understand what sadness is. Because I have been heavy from the weight of trauma, from toxic behavior, from generational curses, from things that I have done to myself, from things that others have done to me, from the world's problems, to the whole empathetic experience of being simply a human. So how with all of that can I experience joy? If you've listened, you've heard me say more than 1,000 times that I lost my mom at a young age. And truth be told, sometimes I'm not sure how much honesty to share with you guys because I'm always trying to be transparent, but I never want to be so transparent that I'm telling other people's stories. I only want to share mine and the stories of people whose permission I have to tell their story. But... When my mom died, I and my sister had already been living with another relative. So, and I remember living with my mom for a year or so before she died. So the truth of the matter is, I wasn't emotionally attached to my mom in that way. When you are moved around, shuffled around, and a whole bunch of people take care of you, it is hard to figure out where your heart lives. So there's that. The first time that I experienced the loss of my mother, I was already a teenager who was pregnant. So it was the juxtaposition and that, oh my God moment of, I don't have a mother and I'm getting ready to be a mother. And that scared the shit out of me. This is also where my spirituality began because I think I've also shared with you guys that my mom was addicted to drugs and my memory sees my mom in church with my grandmother's friends or church friends or whoever they are and I see them praying over my mother. I'm there. I don't know where I'm at or why I'm here, but they're praying for the demon of this addiction to leave my mother. And I didn't have any problem with this. I didn't think nothing of it. I'm just sitting there like a small child. But then even at eight, 
I was wondering why no one then took my mother to a rehab. Faith without works. And I thought that this was faith and I didn't see no work. So already this is where my disconnect of religion is happening, right? But when I turned 16 and I'm a teen mom, if you want to know how and why I became a teen mom, go back to season one and go on the journey of unpacking with me. So I'm standing in this place. I am deathly afraid of the consequences and the responsibility of motherhood. And I start calling out to God in a way that is unparalleled to any time I have ever prayed. And I actually hear him, her, because it didn't have a voice. It didn't have a sound. It was a feeling. My relationship with God became a feeling. And the truth is, that is how I began to trust that there was something out there, right? I hear it in a voice that I need to hear, but in truth, I can't explain it as a feeling, as a person, as a, it was an energy that came through my soul and it said, do the opposite. And all I could say was, mommy, and it was clear that my mom had been on this journey with me and she would continue to be on this journey with me. And somehow my spiritual self began. My spiritual self began with the role of motherhood because I wanted to be a better mother and parent than I had. And for me, the only way to do that was to listen to my gut. And for me, my gut represents God energy and anything out there that helps me to take one step forward and move and be on this life journey. So now with that, I also recognize that in being a baby mother, and I don't mean baby mother like because I'm attached to some man, I mean I am a baby and I am somebody's mother and I have to get it together fast. And that it happened in so many ways. I think, I believe that I was a good mom, but there was still so much unpacking and learning and self-esteem that I needed to do for myself. And I actually felt bad about trying to do that while I was being a mother because I didn't have the resources at the time to do both. So I wanted to make sure that my son had joy. But then as you mature, you recognize that even if you are trying to be a good mother and you are hiding your pain or, and you are uh, pushing your pain back inside and acting like you can do all the work, the truth is your children see and your children inherit. So you got to, and in order to allow them to be their full selves, you must you must reconcile with your own feelings, reconcile with your guilt, reconcile with your pain, with your trauma, with your own parents, right? And I don't mean forgive because y'all know how I feel about blind forgiveness, but I mean see. You cannot forgive something and still see a whole picture from a human being perspective. And that is what I began to do. And so as I'm unpacking 
have recognized that I have a big mind, right? I have big thoughts. I have big dreams. And that's how the title of this podcast came about because I have big thoughts and big dreams and my brain is always running around with these ideas and thoughts. So this podcast brings me joy because it allows me to unclog my brain, dissect what's going on in there and get out what I'm feeling so that I can then unpack it, right? Unpack what I'm feeling and see the similarities, see where I'm growing, see where I still need to do some work on. And that is how I experience joy, guys. It's because we're doing the work. And I also believe that it is very important to feel what you feel. So many of us have been raised in extremes extreme femininity, extreme masculinity, extreme pain, extreme joy, extreme work, extreme leisure. There is it's almost as if nobody wants us to exist to exist in the balance of the middle. Most of us are not extreme anything. We are a myriad of all these different experiences and desires and needs and being. Right. And so when I think about that, I think about the fact that I question everything and I could start crying because I recognize that it is in my ability to question that I have been able to experience joy. Because when you go along to get along, sometimes you're just moving through the world and you don't know why you feel the way you feel or why you keep trying to fit into this box that doesn't belong to you or why you keep trying to be with this person that doesn't compliment who you really are and usually it is conditioning so my ability to question everything i believe that that is my superpower go explore y'all what is your superpower my superpower is questioning everything and i'm not afraid to question it because sometimes when you question things, no, all the time, when you question things, you have to be willing to give up the idea that what you believe is fact and true, if you understand what I'm saying. Because many people want to still exist in the cognitive dissonance of knowing the truth, but not wanting to let it go because there's safety in what you believe, right? Because many of us plan our lives around our beliefs. So when our beliefs are challenged, what do we do? But I'm not afraid to change. Many people often call me stubborn. Okay, I might be stubborn. But with information, right? With facts and with information, I my mind can be changed. I am not holding on to a thing. And I think that that also allows me to have joy. I can be flexible in the change. I'm not easy to change, but if your viewpoint with fact can show me that there is something different, even if I'm not fully on board, I can respect it and I can begin the process of adaptation, right? Because if you don't move forward, and you are stuck in the past, so are your thoughts, so are your pains, so are your traumas. So 
there's that, right? There's this unpacking of the thing. There's this idea of not holding on to just because your mother told it to you at five doesn't make it so. And for many people, that is a hard concept to unpack. Free yourself from other people's feelings. Free, what's the word I'm trying to look for, guys? Free yourself from other people's opinions, right? From other people's conditioning. They did the best they can. They gave you what they can. They gave you what they thought you needed for this life. And more importantly, they gave you what they knew, right? It is your responsibility to then go see how that serves you. How does what they gave you serve you? Does it work for who you really are? Are you who you really are? Are you moving through the world as yourself? Or are you moving through the world as the self you have been conditioned to be? Because I am telling you that if you are moving through the world as the self you've been conditioned to be, if that does not align with who you really are, I just want to hug you. And I don't even really like touch. Right. And I used to think that something was wrong with me because they say you're supposed to want touch. I really don't want touch. That is not how I feel loved. I feel love from words of affirmation. I feel love from gifts. I feel loved from from just having long conversations. We are not all. Yes, we are human beings and we are sharing a human experience. And there are many similarities with us as humans. But then right? We get these unique bodies with a unique sense of self and a unique sense of ideas, wants, beliefs, and being, right? So there are things that I need that other people may not need. And that is okay. It is normal for me. And recognizing that I exist, therefore I am, that also brings me joy. And more importantly, when I'm talking about unpacking, I'm talking about the idea that I recognize what sadness looks like. I recognize what pain looks like. I recognize what all of the series of emotions look like. And instead of brushing them underneath the rug, right? I feel what I feel. And that is what I want for you guys. I want you to feel what you feel. It can't go underneath the rug because joy comes after feeling what I feel. When I am sad and I have allowed myself to be sad, right? I am also allowing myself to get out those feelings. And while I am getting out those feelings, I am asking myself, why am I sad? I give myself a moment to exist in that moment. And then I try to dissect, is there something that I can do? Where am I going to place this sadness? Is it okay? How does it serve me? How can I use it? Is it normal for me? The same way when I'm feeling mad, right? Am I mad at them? Am I mad at me? And is it something that I can change? Is it something that I need to work on? So I am using all of the feelings of life to better Marshall. 
right? I'm not trying to hide from it. I'm not trying to drink it away. People are usually shocked that I do not drink. I do not smoke. And people say, what is your vice? My vice is unpacking, right? I'm not looking for an escape. I don't want to go anywhere. I want to be. I want to be here. And because I am always unpacking while on life's journey, I never feel heavy, right? Of course, I have bad thoughts like us all. And I said that that comes from being, being in the world, listening in the world, being able to hear and see and feel will oftentimes allow thoughts into your head. But joy comes from knowing that I can change the thought, right? I'm a lucid dreamer. So when I'm dreaming something bad, I open my eyes, I change direction, and I can keep going. We have power. My joy comes from recognizing that I get to exist in my power. Am I in control of everything? No. No. Right? The strongest man in the world knows that he can't lift the building, but he is still strong. So he has power. There is some level of agency, right? Even There's even power in knowing what you can't do. I recognize who I am, right? I recognize my limitations. And even in those limitations, where can I improve? I recognize my strengths, right? And even in those strengths, I am grateful that I have them. So my joy comes from recognizing when I am sad, because when I am not sad, I recognize that that is joy. Because if you are living in extreme feelings, then how do you know you begin to forget all the myriad and mixture of ingredients of feelings in the middle? I want you to be wrapped in joy, but I want you to recognize that in order to get to a place of existing in joy that you got to do the work and you cannot be afraid that they called you ugly in the third grade so now you need to spend all this money to feel beautiful acknowledge that they called you ugly in the third grade and look in the mirror and ask yourself do you feel ugly in the third grade or was it other people's perceptions and their own insecurities that you are allowing to be on you because what the fuck does ugly mean here we go again with this panel of people who think they get to decide what beauty is and now you have interpreted that for yourself i am whatever the fuck i say i am and no panel that I have never seen gets to dictate what is beautiful, what is good. With the world the way it is, I'm supposed to believe other people's interpretation of me? What's weird? What's tacky? What's this? What's that? What is Marshall? The question is, who are you? Only when you know who you are can you stand in it. And I keep telling y'all, it is not easy to be me. And it is easy for me to be me. But sometimes I want to blend in. Not because I want to be like you guys, but it feels like I always have to argue and fight to be me. As I'm getting older, I am recognized that I just get to ignore you and I guess and I just get to be 
So that is the newest hurdle that I am trying to work on, right? I exist as me and I have always fought for the right to be me, letting people know that they don't get to interpret who I am based on their own perceptions and based on their own need to unpack and based on their own needs to fit in, right? Do your own fucking work. But now I am trying to recognize that, Marshall, you just get to be. I don't have to explain being to no one. I don't have to accept the fact that people think that my joy is fake. The only reason why you think my joy is fake is because you don't have none of your own. And I feel sad for those who do not exist in a place of joy because joy is possible even with all the shit going on because joy is a choice. Joy is my choice to see the world as it is and create my own small place of joy. Mine is called the magic garden. In the magic garden exists all the things that make me happy when this world does not. I don't rely on the world for joy. I rely on my own self, right? And I use some of the tools that I have gained when I am thinking about the life that I started off with and where I am. I get to exist in a place of gratitude. My greatest sense of pleasure and joy comes from being grateful. I am grateful for everything. Therefore, grateful for nothing. I'm tired of talking to you guys. Bye.